Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of January. Hey, I know I've been gone for a while. Glad to be back in the office after some educational events. And uh, uh, as we get ready to talk to Dave and talk about earnings and, and other things happening in the markets, let's not forget that there are so many things in this world that you and I have no control over. However, you can take control of your investment portfolio. You need to know how much risk you have and you need to know how much risk you should have in that portfolio. And that's exactly why I created the core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we've got Dave next. the telephone because philip hasn't been here for a few days now i'll bet I'll you say, can hear me <laughs> i'll say where are you dave you leave me out here to, to, to hang to dry today huh yeah i took a few days off and the, the buttons neutralized and i wasn't feeding the telephone i'm sorry so now that we're actually organized the records run out i'm actually talking to you on the phone boy did we have a good day yesterday Thirty-eight thousand on the dow i mean that, that, that it wasn't that big a gain it was only 138 points but boy psychological barriers really carry a lot of weight don't they yeah they really do you know and that was um that's one of those things that the dow is really you know moving its way on up and uh hitting some all-time highs and yeah, you know, the question is is you know what's it based on is it really based on earnings because you know, we're not really seeing that so much, but uh, what's it based on? Everybody thinks interest rates are going to go down, which definitely seems to be the case, but we don't know for sure, do we, Dave? No, we got enough indications last week where my attitude toward rate increase, toward rate decreases, kind of changing. On Friday, the PCE inflation rate was higher than anybody expected it to be. That tends to augur toward a rate increase sometime over the next few months. We're missing on the housing numbers we got in last week, and basically, I'm seeing every indication of a, of a slowing economy, which is what the Federal Reserve wants. But at the same time, they aren't—they aren't hitting their inflation goals on the measurement that they say they expect, and it's actually going in slightly the wrong direction, as a matter of fact. Which kind of has me saying, "Okay, I appreciate the excitement because, as I've been preaching, if if I had thirty-eight thousand, if I had thirty-seven thousand dollars into the Dow two years ago." I'd have $38,000 right now, and my money's worth 17% less than it used to be. So I'm not seeing this as being a particularly exciting record. But that having been said, it is a record, and I, I, I'm trying to figure out why they're all so excited, because I'm not seeing an indication that would augur toward uh, precipitous rate decreases anytime soon. Are you? Well, yeah, I, I don't either. And you take that with, like you said, you know, what's the real rate of return after you take out inflation and and it's really not an all-time high right if you if you account for uh the inflationary period we've seen the last two three years 
Yeah, and that's bad. I mean, I mean, I really hate to sound like you know, you know, like you know, the opposite of Mary Sunshine. But yeah, I'm glad we're at a record. But uh, we got to get the gross profits up. And I'm sorry, Democrats, it's not greedy. It's not greedy corporations necessarily because they aren't making as much as they used to make. Uh, somewhere down the line, you know, until we're ahead, if we use the dollars of reference, we ought to be somewhere up around 42 right now in order to just say we're holding steady with inflation. Exactly. And that we, we kind of forget that, right? We look at absolute numbers and not uh, adjusted numbers for things like inflation. So yes. it, it, it is what it is, and it is a record high, but, that you know, the numbers aren't really supporting, uh, I don't believe, uh, that, that, that earnings numbers are really supporting what we're seeing in the marketplace. That's that, and that was kind of really where it's at. I mean, you and I have been talking about the fact that you know, all the reports I was getting in last week were saying as well. You know, okay, fine, uh, they beat the street, but it was off of uh, you know more making more money off of lower gross sales. And you and I both know that investors don't tend to like reports like that, and it doesn't augur well for the price of a stock long term, does it? No, it doesn't. And we're seeing estimates for. This year, I'm seeing some of those come down as well. And we're getting some really concerning warning figures, too, like United Airlines said, yeah, the doors are flying off our Boeings, and that might very well hurt our earnings over the next quarter or so. Uh, you know, there's all these things in the end that uh, you know, we're, not, we're, we're not getting the most optimistic guidance we could expect would be a fair way to put it out of the reporting companies we've heard so far. That's for sure. That's for, a lot of them are, are definitely not um, uh, excited about where they're going to be at the end of this year. No, the financials I was getting at the early part of last week pretty much were following the same thing that we saw in that first blush when you and I talked a week ago Friday, that you know we're seeing, okay, they're making more money off of less earnings, and there's a whole big pile of big increases on bad debt reserves that they were reporting, which always is enough to scare investors. And, yeah, okay, I'm happy everybody's doing well, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot more clouds this earnings season than even I saw in the past, and I'm starting to turn into the cynic in this combination, aren't I? Yeah, just a little bit, Dave. Just a little bit. Uh, there's absolutely nothing of grandiose value coming out on a macro basis from the uh, government economic reports today. And uh, saints be praised, we're into the shut up mode for the Fed governors because we're only we're less than a week away from now the start of the uh, next uh, Federal Reserve Open Market Committee meeting. So they're all required to uh, stop accepting the free food and the rubber chicken circuit and uh, shut up and stop making. Uh, Stop making predictions and uh, and statements on the record, and that basically means we're able to trade on the stocks that uh, we're actually getting reports on. Uh, and it's been, like we said, kind of interesting so far. Tidbits before we get to the current thing, I couldn't resist reacting to this. Archer Daniels Midland lost twenty four percent of their value yesterday Ooh. after they put their yeah they put their uh, chief financial officer on leave and delayed their fourth quarter earnings release. After investigations into their accounting practices, big ag firm is in some deep doo-doo. I, that's never, that's never a good sign. Never uh, a good no. sign when you yeah. when you uh, when you have to put off the reporting of a quarterly results and uh, and then you put the guy on leave too. That's uh, yeah, I bet they did that, take a bath yesterday. Not good sign whatsoever. So flippant response is somebody needs to tell the bean counters at the big farm company that no beans are not supposed to be part of the accounting process. <laughs>
But that, that, it's one of those companies that people don't hear a whole heck of a lot about. But Archer Daniels Midland is kind of like Conagra, one of those great big conglomerates that really affects the agricultural business something terrible. So I know they're sitting up and taking notice in the Midwest right now. Absolutely. Yeah, they are. They're a big name. They're, you know, Absolutely. they used to advertise a lot, you know, but they, uh, they've kind of cut that back. You don't hear much anymore. And a lot of it is because they've kind of moved out of a lot of the consumer stuff and they're getting into wholesale ethanol production and the like. So it's a growth industry up there, but it's, it's, it, they're still a monster company. And uh, when you start seeing a big stock like that go down 24%, you got to sit up and take notice. Earnings season is uh, in full swing, and we got a whole boatload of them. The uh, big tip sheets are all going gaga over Netflix, which is going to report toward the end of the day today, and that's always a really good indication of disposable income because they're always got a challenge in terms of the subscriber count. Uh, we start out, though, with a report from one of the big home builders off of the home sales report last week. How did D.R. Horton do anyway? Not not quite as good as uh, we had hoped. Uh, they they were profitable. Uh, they made two dollars and eighty two cents a share a day, but they were expected to come in like two dollars and eighty eight cents a share. So um, uh, they they kind of missed on that front. So they're they're taking a, a good beating this morning. They're down about six and a half percent before we get started. Ouch! Have yeah. you got any good news for us this morning? Well, I don't know. You don't want me to go through all the bad news first? I don't know. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm just looking just to squirrel through here, scroll through here. Um, let, let's talk about, uh, well, you mentioned United Airlines. Talk about United. They reported. Yeah. Um, and they had a, a decent quarter. They they beat They pretty good. They came in at $2 a share versus $1.69 that was expected. However, um, they have come out because, like you said, the 737 MAX 9 is causing some issues, and they've had to ground them. And so they anticipate a quarterly loss this next quarter of between $0.35 cents and $0.85 cents a share. So uh, not really affecting them this morning, though. Everybody's upbeat. They're up about 6.6%. That's good to hear. I would do it. I saw that tidbit come across. They were saying, yeah, doors falling off airplanes might not be good for business, so we're not expecting good news. <laughs> it kind of scared me a little. Then some old names, GE, um, you know, they they beat, they came in at $1.03 versus $0.90 cents a share, um, which which was good for them. Now, they did come in and uh, and looking ahead, they they're expecting some challenges this next quarter. They're down about one and a half percent, and then 3M. Uh, they I beat saw on, a headline I really didn't want to hear on that. How bad did they do anyway? 3M. Well, 3M actually they beat on earnings um, uh, for the quarter uh, by two dollars and forty two cents versus two thirty one. The the issue is they gave some disappointing guidance for the full year and for the first quarter. Uh -oh. Um, yeah, so that's what's happening there. The estimate was for the year, um, that they have nine dollars and 81 cents of earnings. Uh, they came out and said, We expect between nine dollars and 35 cents and nine dollars and 75 cents, so nothing close to the 981. So that's got them trading down almost seven and a half percent this morning. Oh, that's not as bad. The headline that just came up on my ticker was 3M beat estimates. The stock is getting crushed. I was afraid we had another case of that 24% number like ADM or something. Huh. 
six and a half percent for 3M. That, that's a pretty big, you know, thrashing for the day. Oh, yeah. Um, it sounds stinko, but when I use the word crushed, I get nervous. <laughs> that, 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 that's true. That's true. Um, we had, uh, let's see, I did United. Johnson & Johnson reported as well. Um, their fourth quarter earnings and revenue beat expectations, but their shares, uh, let's see if they're still down slightly. They were early. Now they, they bounced their about even right now, but they, uh, they, they basically beat by a penny a share. And uh, and they barely beat on revenue, so they they've come to green, but they're less than a tenth of a percent up right now. So at least it's going the right direction. And then you kind of look at that and compare that to Procter and Gamble um, that that came in and they they missed on revenue but beat on earnings, um, and they slimmed down their full year earnings forecast as well in this report. But they're trading up almost three percent this morning. Resetting the table for the morning yesterday was a modest green day, but it was a psychological monster because the Dow closed at 38,001 yesterday. It was up three-tenths of a percent, up up to $138. S&P was up 10, and the NASDAQ was up just under 50, so it was a good day psychologically especially. 45 minutes before we open this morning, have we got any good news this morning, Philip? Everything's looking good except for the Dow. The Dow's got a tinge of red. It's like down eleven dollars, um, but everything else is up. The S and P's up almost two tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq one hundred up almost three tenths, and then and the uh, Russell two thousands up three quarters of a percent this morning. On the other side of the coin, we've got silver. Um, still can't get back up uh, where it was at twenty three, but is at twenty two dollars and forty three cents, up six tenths. Gold's up a little over a tenth of a percent. Um, and then crude oils, it's about where it was last week when I was, uh, before I left. It's uh, up, I'm sorry, it's down one and a half percent to $73.64 a barrel right now. Yeah, it's pretty much in that range between 73 and 74. While well, I was watching it a little bit last week while I was on vacation too, I didn't see anything exciting going on. And that's kind of good news when it comes to commodities because we may not like the price, but stability beats the heck out of up and down every day. Uh, overseas markets, the uh, Asian rim market mostly up over the uh, overnight hours. They closed at 6 a.m. I had some, like the Hong Kong market was up by 2.5%. The rest of them up on average about a half a percent. European markets are kind of looking at us and saying we don't know what to do. Half up, half down. The overall index for Europe is up eight one-hundredths of a percent, which tells you they really don't know what they're doing this morning because we don't know what we're doing, evidently, with modest changes on both sides. Trying to get a retirement plan together counts a lot. It gets to count even more the closer you get to retirement, Philip. How do I find you to get mine on track? Exactly, Dave. That's why we created the core retirement design to help folks design that retirement they always dreamed of. Uh, and then you can join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And then you and me again tomorrow morning, same time here on Light. Good to have you back, my friend. I'll see you then. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember that first. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for joining us today. Hope your week's off to a great start. And join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.